0: Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hello, it's Anthony here. Thank you for joining me for another one of my breakdown videos. If you haven't already watched my previous tutorials, again, just look in the description field below, click the links, watch those, come back. This video will have far more value for you if you've already watched the previous ones. I also want to say a word about the word breakdown. I'm not tearing anyone down. When I use the word breakdown, I'm simply referring to a deconstruction of a conversation that I've had with a believer for the purpose of training others. Lastly, I'm not advocating or saying that you have to stand on a street corner and flag down random people to have these conversations. You can conduct street epistemology with a family member as you're driving in a car, or you're sitting down with a coworker eating lunch. With that being said, let's get right to it. Hey there.
1: How you doing?
0: You have five minutes to talk about how you got to your God-belief? Just five? I'll time it. you see what time it is? Yeah, sure. Cool. I'm Anthony.
1: I'm Seth. Nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. How you, doing? Off,
0: you off to class, Seth? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm trying to get some Starbucks before class. I oh, okay. Well, we'll keep it real brief. Okay. Seth agrees to a five minute conversation, so I've added a little timer on the right hand side of the screen. He also raises so many reasons for his beliefs that, in this video, I've added a list to keep track of them all. As he raises them, I'll add them to the list, and as we discover together that they're not reliable, I'll fade them off the list. At the end of the conversation, you'll see where we stand. Looking back on this video, I realized that I should have spent more time building some rapport with Seth. He was off to get some coffee. We could have talked about what kind of coffee does he like or where does he go for his coffee. We jumped right into it, and I really should have spent some more time just getting to know him a little bit better. Lastly, never assume that you know what kind of religion or what kind of belief your interlocutor holds. It's always a good idea to ask where they
1: stand in a polite way.
0: Do you believe in a God?
1: Of course. Which one? God. The uh, Holy Trinity.
0: The Christian God. The
1: Father of Jesus. Okay,
0: okay. That's very specific. That was risky. It could have appeared as if I was making fun of Seth when I was laughing there, but I wasn't. You never want to assume which God or which religion a person follows, so ask them. You don't want to appear as if you're being hasty or jumping to conclusions, so respect your interlocutor there. Next, we establish a belief scale. Uh, strength-wise, would you say 0% is I don't believe, 100% is I absolutely 100. believe? Wow. Touché. You're right up there at the 100% mark. Saying the word, wow, or interesting, or some other word to acknowledge their position is extremely helpful. I'll also use the word, hmm, but not in a judgmental way. I'll try to use the word, hmm, in a reflective way to model that behavior so that they'll hopefully do the same thing in return. I also think that body language helps in that regard. Try to avoid using the word yes or yeah, unless you actually agree with
1: them. Okay. Yeah, there's evidence. Hmm. Maybe perhaps supporting it. It doesn't.
0: Seth mentions evidence, so we'll add that to the list. But notice that the very next thing that he discusses is anything but evidence. Also notice that when he misapplies this quote, I completely ignore it. Me embarrassing Seth at any point in this conversation is not going to help either one of us.
1: But, uh, there was once a quote by Isaac Newton. Have you ever heard of this quote? Mm-hmm. It was... If I was to believe and be wrong, then perhaps I'll rot in the dirt. But if I was to be right, then I'll see you at the holy gates. Hmm. It goes to something like that.
0: Are you saying that it's better to... If be- I'm
1: wrong, I'm right. If I'm right,
0: no. I'm still right. Okay. That's Blaise Pascal! 17th century, fool! Believers still use that argument? Avoid apologetic landmines like this. I slip in the word wager in my response to tip off any atheist that might be watching the video that I've noticed a fallacy, but turn it into a question instead. Street epistemologists don't tell a person what or how to think. They just help people examine why their beliefs make sense to them. Hmm. is it sort of like a wager, like, uh, you know, I might as well believe in the God because it's not going to hurt me if I don't believe in it?
1: Then what, I, I guess you could say that, but then would it mm-hmm. really be belief?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And look at that. Seth addressed the fallacy of his own claim, and I didn't even have to lift a finger. If you agree on something, go ahead and acknowledge that. It's also normal for people to give several reasons for their beliefs, particularly unexamined beliefs. Be patient and show compassion. Yeah, if you're only going through the motions, it's just... not really belief. Yeah, but you, you believe in it, it sounds like. Of course. Okay, and you mentioned evidence. Is evidence a big part of it for you? Now I'm just tying up loose ends. Seth had mentioned evidence very early on in the conversation, so I'm going back to that.
1: I don't think belief can necessarily be backed up by complete evidence. Hmm. But, I mean, it's good to see miracles. There are lots of twists and turns on this one, and that's completely
0: normal. Now Seth is on to miracles, or what he defines as, when you see something good happen for no reason. Is that what, yeah, I was just going to ask you, what, what are you using to get up to that point if it's not evidence? Up to that point is a quick reference to the belief scale that we've already established. Now, discussing evidence is not generally recommended with precontemplatives, but Seth uses that word first, so I stick with it. Is it, are you, are you seeing miracles in your life or are you, how are you getting to that point if it's not, if it's not demonstrable in some way?
1: I think a lot of it has to do with how you're raised and, uh, you know, when you see something good happen for no reason whatsoever, it's easy to chalk it up to God. Two things here, Seth mentions
0: how you were raised, so we'll add that to the list, and then he also talks about miracles or when good things happen. Now I failed here. You'll notice that I give the example when I really should have stepped back and allowed Seth to come up with the example. Can you give me an example? Like, I don't know. Let's say someone takes a t- tumble down the stairs and ends up like landing right on their feet. Would, <laughs> would you, <laughs> we got some stairs over there. Would, would that sort of fit the criteria that you were just telling me about? Would that be evidence of the God working in that person's life?
1: Can you for sure say that it's God? No. You can't for sure say that. You can't definitively prove something you can't see.
0: If you can't be for sure on it, if you can't definitively prove what you can't see, can you really be at 100%? It's
1: belief, right? So why not?
0: I probably should have said something like, what do you mean by that, when Seth dodged my question about the belief scale. Now this next topic that comes up is a discussion about wanting to believe things that are true, which you may find reminiscent of my previous tutorial. Do you want to believe things that are true?
1: I like to believe things that are true. Me too.
0: I think it's you know a good way to go through life. It is. Yet, how would you say that you know that you're believing in something that's actually true?
1: You can't. You really can't. Mm -hmm.
0: That was a good use of pause or silence there. And it could always be longer. This is probably the climax of the talk. Street epistemology isn't about telling somebody what to believe. So I keep asking questions. Is there no way that you can discover that you've been mistaken on the belief?
1: It's hard to prove something that's uh, been around for what, 2,000 something years? (laughs) <laughs> they're trying to prove it every day.
0: Just because something's old doesn't mean it's true. <coughs> Mother Goose nursery rhymes are true too. There's an apologetic. It's a landmine. Those are easy to crush, but why? Turn it instead into a reflective question that moves the conversation forward. Also notice that again, Seth catches the fallacy of his own argument. I also want you to listen to the first audible sigh that Seth makes. Is 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 the longevity of the belief. <laughs> One of the reasons why you find yourself
1: so high up on the scale? I still have my on and then I like... It's been around for so long? There's a lot of different beliefs that have, you know, a lot of longevity so far. I mean, we could look at Hinduism, even Buddhism has been around for over a thousand years, so... Right. Um... Now we're back
0: to the how you were raised reason. Notice how I immediately stopped talking the moment that Seth says, then more than likely I'd be Hindu. Now I do pause, but I should have paused for way longer. In order to demonstrate this, I'm going to play the video as it actually occurred, and then I'm gonna replay it where there's a much longer pause inserted to help uh, demonstrate the power of the pause.
1: Like again, once again, I think it really depends on where you race, because who are you to say <laughs> Hinduism's not true if you raised in India?
0: Right, so. that's what I was gonna say, like let's say, you know, I don't know, let's say hypothetically you were born in India, you were born in Bangalore, India, yeah, you were raised...
1: I'd be Hindu.
0: What does that say to the to the truth of your belief? I don't know, let's say hypothetically you were born in India, you were born in Bangalore, India, yeah, you, you were raised... I'd be Hindu. What does that say to the to the truth of your belief? I still struggle with pauses, but I'm determined to get better at it. I think pauses make all the difference. If it's merely a matter of what you've been raised in.
1: I know where you're trying to put that, but um... I'm not sure what
0: Seth meant by that, but perhaps he's pegged me as atheist. But be patient with your interlocutor. Street epistemology is not a gotcha situation. So, if they ask for a clarification, be happy to give it. It just means you're closer to understanding each other.
1: Say that one more time.
0: Sure, sure, sure. We got about 30 seconds.
1: Okay.
0: You being raised in America with a Christian family. Okay, got it. There's a person in India right now being raised in a Hindu family. You you both believe in two different gods. Right. You both are at the 100% mark. Right. In what respect does that have anything to do with the truth of
1: the belief if it's
0: merely a matter of how you've been raised? Well,
1: it would come down to how do you prove it. And If you could show some sort of definitive proof that it's not true, there you go. I mean… You've got the burden
0: of proof, claim maker. You can't prove a negative. Chill out. Relax. Ask him a probing question instead. This is not about debating. It's about getting your conversation partner to reflect on himself. But you would have to show
1: definitive proof that it's not true.
0: What would you accept as proof to illustrate that your belief is not true?
1: I don't even know, man, to be honest. To be completely honest, it would have to be something radical. Something definitive, rock hard.
0: Would you kind of give it a little bit of thought as far as what you would accept, maybe for the rest of today?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Beautiful. appreciate it All right, man. have a great weekend ladies yeah, All like right.
1: <laughs> thanks
0: <laughs> I should have commended Seth Moore for his honesty and his openness before he headed off for a cup of coffee if you look at the list on the left you can see that it was a fairly effective conversation thank you for joining me for another breakdown video any questions comments suggestions please add them below take care